You are tuned in to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria, the founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders, sharing their testimonies and the work they're doing for the Lord. In Matthew 6.33, Jesus reminds us, Seek first God's kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. We hope this program will encourage you to do just that. Now here's your host, Marina Maria. Welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guest, Jerry Sheridan. Jerry Sheridan has dedicated his entire professional life to law enforcement. He spent nearly 40 years with the Maricopa County Sheriff's Department. During that time, he quickly rose through the ranks, starting as a detention officer and finishing his career as the chief deputy. Jerry understands law enforcement. He knows what it takes to ensure the sheriff's office is properly staffed, properly trained, and effective. Jerry's experience tells him a proactive approach to enforcing the law is the best way to keep the bad guys off the street while keeping our community safe. Jerry is a husband, father, and grandfather. Thank you so much, Jerry for being on Faith City Outreach today and on Global Gospel Worship Radio to share what the Lord has done in your life. And I know that you are going to be running for Maricopa County Sheriff. Right. And, um, you know, a couple of things that I'd like to add to what you just said. You know, I was born and raised in New York City. Uh, My dad and my uncles were New York City cops. So I've been around law enforcement my entire life. And uh, one of the saddest days of my life is the the day I retired from MCSO in uh, December of 2016. And so I'm running for sheriff. Um, I never thought I was going to. You know, I was very happy doing what I was doing all my life. It was like never, never like a job. Let me put it that way. And so after I left the office, I started to get phone calls from the people that still work there. And they they said, Chief, we want you to come back. We want you to run for sheriff. And and that happened quite a bit. And I did run in 2020, and I wasn't successful. So um, I decided uh, to run again uh, in 2024, again, because the people, the rank-and-file people, you know, the people that we – as citizens in, in this county all rely upon to keep us safe, to do their job, they're the ones that asked me to run again. And that's why I decided to do it. You know, I have a, I have a great life. I, I have my wife. Uh, we've been together 36 years. We have two girls. I have two grandkids. And, um, you know, we have a lot going for us. My dad, he's 93 years old. He lives with uh, Stacy and I. And so, I don't need this job. You, you know what I mean by that? I, it's, it's, it's not like a, I have to have a job um, because I don't have anything else to do or I need the money. I have a nice retirement. I don't need the money. It, it's all about going back to, I guess, what called me to join the sheriff's office in 1977 in the first place. And that feeling in, inside me, probably instilled by my dad and uncles of public service. And that's what I've been doing all my life. And that's what I know how to do. I know how to run the sheriff's office. And the sheriff's office needs someone like me who has spent a lot of times out in a patrol car, 16 years, has spent time um, as an executive chief, uh, 20 years. And with all that, I've been in a leadership role 35 years out of the 38 so um, 
That's important too, because leadership is one of the key elements that's missing a lot in law enforcement these days. And that's what I bring to the table. I bring to the table the ability to fix what's wrong currently, wrong with the sheriff's office, fix morale, to get people to want to come to work again and come to work as young people to get into law enforcement. And that's that's really what I bring to the table. Well, it sounds like you're being called to do this. I know the Lord can use people, like you mentioned. People have been just coming up to you to want to run for mm-hmm, the county, mm-hmm. uh, Maricopa County Sheriff. So I, it sounds like you're being called to do this, and this is just a natural passion for you, and you also have the background experience. It is, and and I don't want to get into the details of it because um, uh, I don't know, you know, because it's very personal. But I'll just tell you that in 2005, I had a near-death experience that changed my life. And I know that there is something waiting for all of us on the other side. And it's beautiful. And that's all I want to say about it. Because I, if I get, you know, if I see you in person, it's just me and you talking and it's not on radio or in the paper, I'll tell you the whole story. But it's a beautiful, beautiful story. And, um, you know, I was I was raised Catholic. I went to Catholic school for 12 years in New York City. I got a great education. I got a respect for authority. I know how to spell and write and add and subtract and multiply and divide and, um, and also um, – a good understanding of who Jesus Christ is. And he is a part of my life every day. And I can tell you this, I, um, every night I pray to um, the Virgin Mary and the Holy Spirit. And I pray to them for the courage and the energy and the wisdom to keep going, to, to be, uh, for me personally, I don't ask anybody. I don't, I don't ask the Lord. I, I don't ask anyone else. To, and I don't pray to be successful and to be the sheriff because I think that's very presumptive. So I just ask them for the strength and the wisdom and um, the energy. Well, thank you so much, Jerry, for mentioning that the Lord is very important in your life. Um, I know that the Lord, you know, according to the word, his word in the Bible is that he puts people like you in position. I mean, he puts you in position for being in in the law enforcement field for those many years that you have been in there. I believe um, it's almost 40 years, right? In the sheriff's department. 40 40 years. Yeah. Almost to the day. Almost to the day. Yeah. Almost to the day. You know, that, Time went so quickly. Those 40 years flashed by, and I firmly believe it did because I loved my job. I wanted mm-hmm. to come to work every day. By the, when I retired, I had about two years' worth of sick time built up because <laughs> I, I wow. very rarely took a sick day because I loved my job. Absolutely. And it's not, you, know what, you know what they say, it's not really a job when you enjoy what you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And especially in law enforcement, this is so key. It's important for every one of those deputies out there carrying a gun 
to be happy with who they are and what they're doing because that will prevent a lot of problems that could happen if somebody is 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 angry and and uh, depressed about what they do um, because I, I could tell you this very simple leadership lesson that I'm going to make sure I tell every one of my people, your people, actually, they work for you. But And that is when you contact somebody, you need to have a smile on your face and body language where people know you're open, not this authoritarian, uh, mm -hmm. um, I'm the deputy, you're not approach to things. No. But in that regard also, I also don't expect my deputies to be belittled and treated poorly either. So, uh, but the thing is, I don't want them walking up to people and causing a problem just by the way they walk up. And, you know, mm -hmm. that happens. <laughs> you, you know, we know people like that, right? We know people that are angry and mean, you know, and they walk up and they walk by, right by. You don't even know who they are, but you could tell. There's something wrong. No, you know the people that walk by with, by you that are happy to be who they are. They're happy with what's going on in life. And I would imagine most of them have Jesus Christ in their life, right? So, you know, that, that's the kind of person I want working for me as a deputy sheriff or a detention officer in the jail. Um, you know, um, we we everybody is a human being. We're all equal. We all have the same freedom that God gave us, the freedom and the liberties that our founding fathers gave us, those liberties. And that's important to enforce as the sheriff of this county. Well, that's great wisdom. And I, I know that you have some issues that you want to promote. And some of the, some of the things that I've been uh, reading is that you want to hire more patrol deputies to keep our neighborhood safe, hire more detention officers to keep our jails safe and right. secure, enforce the law and hold criminals accountable, rebuild tent city to house inmates, fight for tougher bail policies for violent offenders, reinstate the sheriff's, um, what posse. is that? Posse. The posse, the, yep. I have never heard of that, so you're going to have to, you know, explain that. Okay. Saving taxpayers' yeah. money. And assisting right. our deputies. One of the powers and duties of the sheriff is the ability to form a posse. And what a posse is, it's um, volunteers, civilians that come in, we vet them, we train them, and they uh, then are allowed in uniform to ride with deputies in patrol and assist them in their duties. And it's so critical to get those people back to help because a lot of them had special training, um, like some of them had aircraft. There was a, a, an air posse, and some of them are uh, scuba divers that can go down very deep where our people can't. And so they volunteer to do all these different services. But one of the biggest things is to assist those deputies out in patrol because we don't have enough people to do the job. And a lot of times deputies are left by themselves. So I'll give you a good example. Back in uh, 2016, we, we had about 1,800 posse members dedicated, trained, that were out there providing tens of thousands of hours a year for free, assisting the deputies. 
And wow. so now, today, as I stand here right now talking to you, I think we may have 40 because mm-hmm. the previous sheriff just chased them out. He didn't find a need for them because he didn't understand the culture and the history of the sheriff's office because he came from outside. He was a he was a police officer before he became the sheriff. Mm-hmm. And now you want to rebuild that. I want to rebuild that. Absolutely. And I don't know if you mentioned one of the things, maybe I was uh, thinking of something else. There's, uh, um, you know, animal people that uh, abuse animals is um, a big thing with me because I have horses and I have a rescue horse um, and I have a a dog, 80 pound Airedale that we rescued from New Mexico. Uh, He sleeps in the bed in between Stacy and I. And so I live this every day. And those animals are just as much part of my family as everyone else is. And sure. people that abuse animals are right up there with people that abuse children. And they're sure. going to be Fine. number one on one on my hit list to, mm-hmm. to have detectives to investigate those crimes. I totally understand. And what would be your roadmap for some of these, or maybe just one. Um, I, I know you want to rebuild the posse, the sheriff's posse. That's one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How about another one? Okay. Well, let me talk about um, how leadership and how um, I want uh, the deputies and detention officers to treat people well within the constitution and what that's going to take is a refresher because a lot of the deputies and detention officers when i was working there um you know we already had this conversation but it's always good to refresh everybody's memory so it comes down to training so i have um a person already uh scheduled to come speak to uh everyone about the constitution and how the constitution protects people's freedoms and civil liberties and that's important that people re-understand that and how that applies the minute they walk up to an individual i also want to train them how to keep their stress level down so they're not stressed out because of the job and that's Mm -hmm. an important part so so training becomes a critical aspect of regaining the culture that the sheriff's office had that when I was there for 40 years, that we were a family together and that we took care of people first. And that's what we do in law enforcement. You know, I always told people I, when I talked to the, the classes that, that came on, the new recruits, I always talked to them and I said, you know, if, if you'd rather sit in front of a computer console, if you would rather sit and not talk to somebody and look at your phone uh, all day long, this is the wrong job for you because we are in the people business. Mm-hmm. And it's hard, especially these days with kids that have grown up in front of the TV and, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, video games and all that to, to find people. And so if we can't find them, we'll, we'll train them and we'll get them into being people persons and understanding that their job really is to take care of all 4.6 million people here in Maricopa County. Right. And then after you train those, they can train others, you know, and it just they starts can train to train others. And it is contagious. 
treating people nice is contagious. Right. And, you know, in, in God's word, it says, and um, his commandments is to love thy neighbor as you love yourself. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And we've lost that in this culture. Yep. We have. And, the, you know, people are fighting about different things and major issues and some stupid issues. And you know what? We all need to uh, put that aside and understand we're all individuals. And, um, you know, we all are human beings together. Right. And we are all brothers. And and we're all brothers and sisters. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter what religion you are. Um, You know, we, we're all brothers and sisters. And despite our our opinions and differences in our beliefs or, um, yeah, just our differences, that we could still love each other and work together in unity. Yep, absolutely. That's great. Is there anything else, Jerry, that you want the people to know about you um, as to, for example, why should people vote for you? I have the experience. I care about the people that work there. And I care about the job that we do to serve everyone in this county, whether they voted for me or not. I will Mm -hmm. protect everyone within my power. That's great. Um, What is going on with with the issue and people not funding the police department? Well, that hasn't occurred here in uh, Maricopa County. Uh, And I I think, I I do have a comment about it, even though it's not relative to uh, me at the sheriff's office or any of the police departments in Maricopa County. But um, I think people that were on that bandwagon a couple of years ago are off of it, and now they have seen in their own cities what a dumb idea that was because the crime has skyrocketed. And now they've seen the consequences. They've seen the consequences, and now they're refunding their police departments. Or at least they're saying that until maybe they win the election this year, and we'll see what happens next year. But I would think that if they are somewhat reasonable, um, even though they didn't believe in law enforcement, um, that they do see the consequences of how necessary uh, free society like ours also needs um, good law enforcement. Right. Is there anything else, Jerry, that you want the people to know as they're listening to their our interview? Well, um, sure. I'd love them to go to my website, which is www.sheridan4sheriff2024.com. They can uh, find out about me if they like what they see or have heard. They can go online and sign my petition. All they need is their driver's license to sign in to the the, uh, state recorder's office and um i would greatly appreciate that and if they really like me they could also donate some money to the campaign through the website you know even twenty dollars helps okay and anything else that's it i thank you so much for the opportunity to speak to you 
Thank you so much, Jerry, for being on Faith City Outreach. And may God bless you and may God's perfect will be done in this election for you. In Jesus' name, thank you. Thank you for listening to Global Gospel Worship Radio with Marina Maria, where all the nations praise the Lord with Christian international music and radio programs. For more information about our radio ministry, please go to globalgospelworshipradio.org. And now we'd like to bless you with this scripture from Numbers 6, 24 through 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Thanks for listening.